Why, hello, Carolina. Why, hello, Jeff Jensen. Oh, let's make you louder here. Talk. Uh, testing one, two, three. Oh, wow, that's, that's too loud. Better. That's too loud for me. Well, my your, headphones. your headphones are too loud, right? Yeah, how my about, headphones how about are too I lower loud. the headphones? That's perfect. Is perfect. that better? Yes, that's better. Oh, all right, honey. Um, are we on? I love you, sweetheart. Yes, we're on. Oh, okay. Hey guys, it's a Carolina Cadillo Show. I'm Carolina. Hey, Jeff here. Hey, uh, hey, you guys. You know what? Today we have a really, really fun interview. Um, we interviewed uh, Chris Estrada. Jeff, he's a well-known comedian. Yes. Um, I really didn't know too much about his work until today. Um, so they have what's called um, a series called This This Fool on Netflix. Um, yeah. On yeah. Hulu. Actually, no, I'm sorry. It's on Hulu. On Hulu. On Hulu. I'm so sorry. <laughs> we take that back. Hulu. It's on Hulu. Hulu. It's on Hulu. Hulu. Yes. Hulu. Hulu. <laughs> anyway, Hulu, Hulu, gosh, Hulu, Jeff. Hulu. Just think you, of the Hulu girls. You, you saw the episodes, right? I've watched uh, one episode. Uh-huh. Um, I had, a sh- I, unfortunately, Jackson sat down next to me watching oh, okay. it. And Our five-year-olds. And then Christopher Maloney, uh, not Christopher Maloney, um, uh, um, oh my God, I'm saying Christopher. Um, that was his character in The Sopranos, oh my God. Um, give me his name. Oh, I don't even know his oh name. Oh my God, I can't, I can't remember his uh, um, oh my God. Michael Imperioli. Yes, yes. Said MF, and that was it. I had to, oh, um, okay. at that point, I had, okay. to, um, I had to ditch the, um, had to turn it off, but, but, very funny. It, You've I, seen the trailer. I saw the trailer. It is beyond funny, you guys. Tonight, oh my god! Tonight I will watch an entire episode. It's on. Um, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's yeah. It's streaming now. It's streaming now. Yeah. Um, aired on the twelfth. But you know what, guys? So on the interview today we have Chris Estrada, Frankie Quinones, and Laura Patalano. Right. They're the three, uh, three. Oh my gosh, Jeff! It is so funny. It's I very funny. Tell you. It's funny. Yeah, you only so. seen the trailer. Yeah, you I know. I, I can't stop laughing. My gosh, it's, it's funny. so funny. Yeah. So, um, guys, in a couple this of minutes, fool. we have that interview coming up, and it starts uh, on the twelfth on Hulu. So make sure just you know listen to the whole podcast, and at the end you'll see the interview. Hear the interview with the the three comedians. Hugs, not thugs. Uh, that's the name is of that, the um. That's the name. Of, that's the name of the group that, exactly. uh, that, that they've got on the show that's uh, run by um, Michael Perioli. Yes, but in a few minutes we'll talk more. And From we'll the get, Sopranos. He was yes. Christopher, hey, in the Sopranos. We'll get more about what it's about and uh, check out the interview, okay? So anyway, Jeff, what's going on in the news? Anyway, I actually wanted to talk to you about yeah, this. Yeah. Um, this is super controversial. Tom Brady has been in the news. Um, he's always in the news, okay? Right. But this time they said people are like um, bashing him, bashing him and his wife, Giselle Bündchen, um, because they asked him um, some questions about his family. Right. He said the hardest part about parenting is his wealth. Yeah, he said his kids. Uh, first of all, th- I'm sorry, but th- that is so dumb. First of all, the Giselle Bunchen comes from a very simple family where I think they they said that they only had two bedrooms for a large family, and he said his mother did laundry. You know, normal stuff, a normal he, family. They came, they came from normal. Exactly, backgrounds. exactly. But he said his kids, um, uh, everything gets done for them. Right, right they're there. 12 years old, and they're 12, I think, 10 and 6. They have everything. Yeah. First of all, why don't they have chores? Why don't they have chores? Well, because they've probably been spoiled since birth. Yeah, that's, but that's probably why. That's the problem. Don't you think? Yeah. yeah and you know what I'm doing with, with our son, Renny? You know what chores. I'm doing? Chores. This feels like he's talking to me in 1974. You do your chores. <laughs> no, but he's got, he's, got, he's got to clean his room. And what I'm doing now is I'm giving him like a quarter or 50 cents, and he's been putting that in his little bank. Does he say, what the hell is that corner? <laughs> no, he doesn't. What the hell? But, but I, I don't know, Tom Brady, you, give me six you pesos weren't born rich. You were not born rich. Why don't you know 
How to be? I'm sorry. Like because he's been rich for so long at this point. Okay, but you weren't born like but, that. No, but that's the world you're in now. You know what I mean? Many listen. A lot of people I know who came from normal backgrounds and, and achieve great wealth or become different people. Yeah, but I know Boy, people yeah, that... so serious, don't But I? I know the people with wealth, Jeff, and their kids who are young kids still have to make their own beds. Well, that, okay? Well, are Tom Brady's kids don't make their they own beds? They do bed? not. They have no. maids who do every... What I'm telling you, the maids do everything oh, for them. Oh, that's a mistake. They get a limo to school. I'm like, okay, really? Tom's got to stop that shit right yeah, away. Exactly. Yeah, sir, the same for her. Exactly. Wow. I, I mean, I would I think didn't know that. that. Yeah, I would think that if you were born like that, you, you were raised your entire life from, you know, you have, that's your life, that you would know better. I don't want to say they're bad parents, okay? No, but you can't I, judge but, people. But your, but your parents' parenting skills sometimes go on to you, right? Yeah, definitely. But and what what it is is when when you have a lot of money and you complain in the, in the public or even in, in, in an interview about some problem you have, you know what the world's going to say to you, right? Yeah. F you, you know? But even though, you know, it is a... In his family, I'm sure it's an issue, but realistically... We have so much money. How are we going to raise his Oh, kids? my God. What oh, my God. <laughs> Let them make their own beds. Oh. They said they do nothing for themselves. But each kid gets a $7,000 allowance per probably, week, I heard. Probably, <laughs> like probably, imagine, right? Probably. Just imagine the amount of money. Oh, my gosh. I know, right? But who takes a... A kid takes a limit to school? Yeah. I mean, I, I understand you uh, want your kid to that, be also that safe. I that I wouldn't want. But how about Tom or Giselle? You know, how about carpooling? Well, his kids take limos to school? Yeah. Right. Just, so he's to blame for doing some of this kind stuff. Kind of, kind yeah, of, Not yeah. kind of, big time. How about make your own bed? Make your own bed. Make your own bed. They probably don't know how to make their own yeah, bed. exactly. I, ma- I make Jackson put away all his toys every day. You, I know with you, he gets away with it. No, yeah. you put it away. You put it away. You put it away. No, not with me. He after, puts it away. After a while, I just give up. I'm like, all right, go ahead. All oh, right, no. I'll just oh, leave it. Mommy's oh. come, mommy will be home in two hours. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, and no. the first thing she says when she walks in the door is, oh, my God, what happened to this house? <laughs> it's true, you know, though, right? Je- Jeff and I were, um, were uh, we went out to dinner uh, a couple of nights ago, and, and we met a couple. Um, they had three kids, and we have Jackson, all right? We started talking to them because... First of all, they let they were let. It's three kids. One was like um, Jackson's age, um, a five year old, then an older brother, an older brother, and a two year old. Yeah, the right? sister was like two, right? And, and they're three? all they're, three. Jeff, three. They were all over the restaurant, yeah, and yeah. the parents were enjoying their wine and beer. Yeah, I'll have another round. The guy said it was great. <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, I'm like Jackson, Jackson, sit down. Jackson, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? And the mother, she she knew. Caroline was talking to her. Carolina was talking, and the mother was basically saying, you know, once you once you get to three. <laughs> You know, you're like as long as you don't hear. Like we were at we were at this event. Yeah. And this woman is similar, but that one woman was running around. Yeah. And th- there were these tunnels. It was a children's museum. Yeah. And yeah. Some fun stuff. And Jackson's running around there, and you couldn't see your kids. They were going these dark tubes. Exactly. And, this, and the woman's sitting there, all casual. I'm thinking she doesn't have any kids here. And I, I'm saying, Jackson, she says, unless I hear a scream, I don't get up, right? That's what she said. Exactly. And she said, unless I hear cry, crying. Yeah, or and, a and broken she, bone. And then she said, I can determine, just like the father in the restaurant the other yeah, day yeah. said, he can determine whether it's, is it bleeding? He was funny, right? Oh, my he God. Said, is it, does it hurt? Does it hurt? Um, are you bleeding? Is it, are you bleeding? Um, are, are anything broken? Yeah. You're fine. Go, You're go fine. play. Exactly. <laughs> Move on. Move on. I'm sure everybody listening to this who has kids knows this deal. Uh, and meanwhile, we're not like that. We just have one child, so we're not, we're beyond... Well, in my case, I'm beyond protective. Beyond, beyond, beyond. Yeah, well, you know, you got to be. I, 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 as a first-time parent. But anyway, so um, uh, people are, Jeff, people are bashing 
bashing Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen, you know, because like but don't they you think were that's... brought up, they were brought up, um, you know, and simple. They were not rich, okay? Right, but you know, I have to say this: social media does this to people, you know. In that restaurant we ate the other night, they had a sign up on the wall, and it said, "We all want to have a good time. If you're mad at the world, come here another night." That's what it, that's what it said on the mm-hmm, wall, mm-hmm. and pretty much the world on the internet is mad. Everybody's mad. Everybody's pissed off. Everybody's mad. You know, text text doesn't show emotion. So you look at something and somebody could be joking around. You're like, fuck you. You Yeah, exactly. Right? Because you're so pissed off about it. Yeah. Hey, uh, did you see this? uh, Did you see that uh, the rust shooting with Alec Baldwin has been ruled an accident? Oh, really? It's an accident. But but Jeff, the the husband of the woman that supposedly. You know uh, that supposedly he shot the gun and killed her. Yeah. Um. He's suing. He's suing Alec Baldwin. Oh, of course. He's suing everyone. Of course. And I think he's doing. He's also suing the state too as well. See, I think even though it's ruled an accident, he could probably. I don't know the legality. We'd have to get a, like a real attorney on the show. Yeah. If you're an attorney, want to come on the show? Please call Jeff five one six six three seven three two five four. If we have a um, lawyer listening to the show, I'll be in shock. <laughs> what are you doing listening to our show? <laughs> Learning, learning things uh, about legal, le- really, the legal Jeff? World. Huh? Interesting. Why? Interesting. I didn't think that. Uh, I, I thought that some charges we brought on him. You know that against him. New Mexico agency issues decision. Further proof Baldwin shouldn't face criminal charges. His lawyers say. Oh, okay. That's, like, that's I, like I said, the husband of the deceased woman, um, you know, is, is suing. Is suing. See, and the, F- mad. the FBI analysis of the of the uh, of the revolver that Baldwin used that had in his hand during the uh, during the shooting uh-huh. suggested it was in working order at the time. It would not have discharged unless it was fully cocked and the trigger was pulled. Mm. Okay, mm. so you know the the FBI is saying uh, something a little bit different as opposed to what the New yeah. Mexico agency is saying. Mm. Yeah, I fired a gun. I fired weapons, you know, Caroline. You I, have? Yes, I fired guns in my oh, life, yeah. Caroline. Yes, I have to defend oh. myself. Well, that's because your dad went hunting all the time, right? Yes, and I, I didn't go hunting, but I did fire the rifles in the woods. I shot cans and things you like did. that. You did? Wow. Yes, I, I tried I tried shooting a coin. My dad shot quarters with his rifle and could hit them. Really? But a rifle is, um, you know, you get the you get the crosshair, so you can aim and hit things. Oh, hitting someone with a pistol. When you watch television, they hit people. That, when guys shoot somebody with a pistol and, yeah. they, and they hit them, yeah. and they're running, it, it's it's really really difficult. Really? I mean, that's why the whole idea—not to get on a tangent here—but the whole idea of arming teachers to protect your kids oh, in yeah. school that's is crazy. Issue, because, yeah. I'm just saying because yeah. the emotion, the 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 adrenaline, the emotion. Yeah. You know, if if imagine law enforcement professionals can't hit things sometimes. Yeah. How are teachers? Yeah. You take a two week. Oh, oh, oh there you go. You take a two week class. Now you can now you can fire yeah. a gun. So Alec Baldwin, but, by the way, has been on sets and fired weapons before. Yeah, but Jeff, remember a few weeks ago? I don't know. If you, remember the um, the pastor here? I think in Brooklyn. He was robbed at gunpoint while preaching, and they stole like a million dollars worth of jewelry off him and his wife that yeah. they were both wearing. Yeah, a million dollars worth of jewelry. You're preaching with a million dollars worth of jewelry yeah. on it. I, I have, a, I have, a, I have, a, I have a, a suggestion for everybody. When that con- collection plate goes out, break it, <laughs> drop it on the floor, bust <laughs> no. it into a million pieces. Don't <laughs> give that guy another penny of your money. What kind of preacher well, is that wearing I, a million dollars worth I of jewelry? Don't I, well, I don't know. I do believe anything that, he had to say. I don't know, Come but th- they said that he blamed social media. For for um t- you know for bragging about his wealth and his Bentley you know and, okay and he blames the social media for the reason he got robbed. That's like the Creflo Dollar. Remember him on television all the oh, time? Oh yeah, bit like a, a seventy-eight room mansion or something. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I don't know. He's Is still it? around though. I think, but Creflo, not as popular. Creflo's still around. Yeah. Um, What's his but, name? Stole his thunder. 
Oh. You know, Joel Osteen. Uh, Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen. I love Joel Osteen. I mean, yeah, he's just, I, all right. I, I, you know, I, I, I really I believe he's a man of God. You know. Yeah, I just don't know if these people who make millions and millions of dollars off God. Well, they said that they said Joel Osteen <laughs> makes his money off his books. Books, right? He does not <laughs> collect money from his preaching. All that goes to to the church. Why bother when you made eighty seven million dollars <laughs> off books? Hey, he writes them. You know, so why not? You know, um, books, books, books. Anyway, so well, okay. I wonder if the wife, um, the husband of the deceased woman that um, that died, um, is gonna continue suing. Oh, I'm. Oh, you know he's gonna. His wife's not here anymore. Yeah, I know. You, Left you, a twelve-year-old yeah, child. Be out. You know, yeah. you don't know if Alex Baldwin. He's probably not allowed to contact him. Yeah, I would imagine, uh, right? Yeah, There's no yeah. no contact involved it's a shame, there. It's a shame that all happened. It you really know? is. You know that. It's crazy, right? Um, Jeff, so you know what's trending? Um, it's always been trending though. Gender reveal parties, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know where? Oh, there's been big accidents with them. You know. Where really? They, yeah. There's been like problems. There's been all these wacky things that have happened. Like they'll set off a cannon and they'll they'll kill grandpa. You know. But they've hurt what? people. They've really? hurt people. Well, anyway, yeah. Because instead of just doing the the normal, you know, they pop the balloon mm-hmm. and whatever sprinkles right. come out, whether it be blue or pink, that's your gender reveal party right there. Okay. Um. Anyway, the latest trend is the gender reveal party. Um, where you have two strippers dancing. One okay. is wearing a pink bikini, the other one's wearing the blue bikini. Okay. And, and they both are dancing on the pole. The last one who stays on, that's the sex of the baby. And does he do a lap dance on she do a lap dance on daddy? <laughs> I don't know. Is that daddy's I just they're just well He's like, who okay, that's these things. Let's who see thinks? that that boner made a baby. Let's see <laughs> let's see how the boner does. Of these that's wacky a, things. That is daddy deciding that's how he's going to do the gender really? report. Why is my phone ringing? I don't know, but who, who, no, wait, hold on. Gotta, who decides it. these things? I think it's just crazy, you know that? Well, oh, you don't notice the iPad's ringing, but I, told, oh. I took that off cellular oh, service. Okay. But anyway, I, I just, I'm like wondering who, who decides these wacky, wacky gender oh, reveal pe- parties? People are you know? trying to top each other. That's yeah. how we're, you know, you want to top, yeah. top this? Whatever happened to this? Whatever happened to just cutting the cake and whatever the color the frosting is? That's yeah. the sex of the baby you know how about, how about a balloon and you pop the balloon and if there's a pair, pair of balls hanging in the balloon it's a boy no i haven't heard of that and there's, if there's something that's see, another idea if there's a bra it's a girl that's another idea <laughs> like very but... feminine very masculine yeah. you know but anyway so this gender yeah. reveal party with the two strippers jeff yeah um they both kept dancing and dancing really so what do you think the couple were having twins yes a boy Via and a twins. girl a boy and a girl Via twins. Yeah. i like that yeah yeah so is there, is, this online? is there a video yes there is a video i don't know they didn't finish the video um i don't know if they take their clothes off I, that's i don't know did i ever tell you you know you reminded me of, of, of um i, I dj this party once this is like 25 years ago okay? yeah and the strip they had the stripper come out like um I forget, why was what kind of party was it it was a party Adults and kids were there, okay. But I remember this yeah. woman came in and did this like wacky dance, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just offhand, like she had left at that point. Yeah, yeah. And I, and she was not a young, she was not a spring chicken. Okay. <laughs> and I just remember I had the mic in my hand and I said, uh, uh, "The strippers left. She went to be with her grandchildren." And the whole room broke up because this woman was like, she was grandma age. Really? She shouldn't have been dancing, okay. Well, but she, if she has the body, why not? Well, a, I, I don't, I don't know. I just, <laughs> Don't know. She wasn't. Well, you know, Luis Jimenez Jeff. He used to say, and I don't know. He says, 
the 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 strip joints um if it's open daytime oh it's day, the daytime day strippers are the worst they're they're I've not they're not as they're not as um, i guess well shaped well shaped they're doing they're doing it because they got two kids at home <laughs> they're in school during the day maybe three maybe four maybe twins that's, that's what we got twins five kids that's what we used to tell me too but you know i, I remember we've been we've been dated a stripper remember oh that's right i want to i wonder was do we ever ask him if he, if she if he was jealous Oh yeah, we've asked him that. What did he we, say? I don't no, know. he he because he he was uh, I don't it was believe all that. business. I don't believe that. All money. I he do said. not believe that. All money. I do. You know when that. I used to go to a occasional strip joint before I knew you, Carolyn. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's yeah. a local place here called the Ravens Nest. Yes, which is no longer there. No longer there. Moment of silence. Good. Um, well, it was also it was next to it was next to the mini golf place, which was fine. It was next to Putter. Yeah. Water. Now it's a Wendy's. Anyway, nonetheless, nonetheless, <laughs> <laughs> when I used to yeah. when I used to go to the Ravens Nest. Yeah. Now, now you threw me off with my uh, my train of thought here. What what happened to Raven's Nest? Uh, I had a I had a good I had a re oh my god I can't believe I forgot the daytime story. strippers. Yeah, I, I I didn't go during the day. I only went at night. I oh, okay. I used to go after I DJ a party. I would give the and girls what, like what what's the prizes. type of strippers do you see at nighttime? Oh no, girls just trying to make a living. Okay. But I had a point to the story though. Now I'll rem I have to remember this at another. It went right out of my head as I looked at you. Because I'm thinking of my beautiful wife, not thinking of the strippers oh, at the oh. at the at the uh, the Ravens Nest. But they they had daytime strippers and, and nighttime yeah. strippers. Like I said, what Lucy used to say, yeah, the daytime strippers are more like the stay-at-home moms. That you like you said, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they were. <laughs> I was in Seven Eleven a couple months ago, and I remember there was this girl like she was in this really skimpy outfit, <laughs> and she's stocking up on snacks. And I and the place across the street is there, and I knew I knew what she was there for. Oh, yeah. really? She's stocking up for the night. You know, have some goodies well, to eat. Bocatula told me that that he used to see a stripper. Okay, that it, it was his favorite one, but she had like the stretch mark. She just had a baby. Really? <laughs> and he would bring her flowers. Wow, it's <laughs> classic. Single mom. You know what I remember? You know what I remember more than anything? <laughs> that, you know what the Ravens just had? Something with cheesy. Check this out. What? The girls, they're working. You know, the standard tip was yeah. always a dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, they had a jukebox for the girls to pick their songs. So the girls would stand there and pick the songs they wanted to dance to. Oh, really? It wasn't a DJ. Yeah. Okay. Well, they it wasn't set on free play. They were actually giving dollars back to the house. They had to put dollars in. That was their payback to the house for working there. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah. So, like, each night, each girl, like, let, let's say hourly, let's say a girl would come up and do, I don't know, two sets. They'd come up, I don't know, because it's like a bunch yeah. of, you know, so they each take, a take turn, yeah. 20 minutes, whatever yeah. the case is. So, yeah, these girls would be feeding dollars into the jukebox. I'll never forget. I'm saying to myself, they're paying back the house. You oh don't, my God. In, 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 but similar, how many songs would they play? I don't know. I didn't go that many times. Uh, I don't know. They'd play like five uh, or six songs. You don't songs. know. Okay. No. But it reminds me of when I worked for this guy, Ronnie, who ran yeah. the, I used to valet park cars when I was a kid. Yeah. And Ronnie had, um, he ran, he was like, he was, he was like a low level mobster, but he said. Yeah. Drove a yellow, banana yellow Cadillac. Uh-huh. Okay. And Ronnie ran the parking lot. So he met, like, the, in other words, I worked at Capriccio here in yeah. in, in, uh, in in Jericho, Italian yeah. restaurant, really nice Italian restaurant. So Ronnie ran the parking lot. In other words, the, the restaurant didn't want to deal with valet parking. So they farmed, this guy, Ronnie, went around to all the fancy restaurants and said, listen, I'll hire the guys, okay? So, and, and you know, I'll manage the parking lot. You know, they had the key, the key, uh, the keyboard. Yeah, put the key, yeah, the, yeah. Not the keyboard, but the keyboard, the board yeah. where you put the keys each. So anyway, Ronnie, ran, Ronnie would come around each week. The deal was, I would pay Ronnie to work for the privilege of working. I, he'd get a kickback. 
for me working in his parking lot. Oh, really? Every night he'd pu- he'd pull up in the Cadillac yeah. at some point. Yeah. Like he'd make the rounds. Uh-huh. And you know, I'd be making like sixteen dollars for like sixteen dollars in a week. That was a good night. Wow. And then Ronnie would take five of my five of my dollars. Oh wow. <gasps> oh wow. Hmm, interesting. So we could continue driving the the uh, banana yellow Cadillac. <laughs> And you know what's funny about Ronnie? Ronnie was the only white guy who lived in this massively black neighborhood. It was kind of funny. Wow. I went to a party at his house, and it was kind of funny because yeah. Ronnie was the only white guy in his neighborhood. <laughs> he had a great house. Oh, my God. That, a, isn't that... Hold on. This is funny, though. He I, was connected, as my friend. <laughs> Remember, anybody anybody growing up in Long Island, if you knew anybody who was Italian, they had an uncle, it was always, my uncle's connected. <laughs> okay. They're all connected. Anyway, I'm anyway, connected so too. anyway, so that's the gender reveal part that's okay, trending. Okay, I went on a tangent there. You like I know, my, you like my tangent though. <laughs> exactly, that, the, I do. The bikini thing's crazy though. I'm, yeah. How many? Yeah. How many mothers? How many mommies would tolerate that? I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That's not. Type I saw of one with the gender like, reveal party. I would want. You didn't know? you see the one where like the paint blew up? It was like blue and pink paint. And, I've seen that. Yeah. And the blue paint blew up all over Grandpa. Like he's yeah. coated in paint. And, yeah. I see. Know? I've seen where you, the, you know, the the gun where it shoots paint. Yeah. Uh, the woman would shoot into her husband, whatever color that it is. Really blasted yeah. him, right? Yeah, really blasted him. Yeah, so it, <laughs> pink or white. Um, so serves your right for trying to make a big blue. deal. Um, what else is trending, Jeff? Is um, women who um are are getting married, and I don't know how men. I don't know. I don't know if you would allow this. Um, women who are combining last names to make one last name for both of them, like let's say. My name is Carillo. Yours, Jensen. You'd be Jen Dillo? Yeah, exactly. You'll be Jen Dillo too. No. That's the trend. No. Combining way. last names to make it a new last name for the newly married couple. Yeah, you know, I, I hate to say this, but I totally get that because I, at growing up when I was a young man, I yeah. always said to myself, I can't believe girls have to change their name when they get married. Yeah, yeah. No, you're staying down here. Stay right there on that couch, podcaster. Yes. Uh, anyway, so yeah, so that's what's trending, you know that. And I, I Jensen, thought, yeah, I mean Jensen. Did and you Cicario? mind being Jensen? No, I don't mind. No, I don't Did mind. Did you mind? No, I didn't mind Did at it all. Take you a while to get used to it. It, 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 it took her years to get used to. Oh it. my gosh, yeah, that's why I. She's still Carolina Cadillo. What's your what's your you have an email? It's your name, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm not changing that, but it's Jensen now. It's Jensen. Yeah, Jensen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's trending too. Um, but I don't know if a lot of guys would go for that. I, I just no know. way, man. It's it, tra- some yeah. things are tradition. You know, or and then some women choose to keep their. I know um one uh, someone I work with Jeff, she chose to keep her maiden name because she didn't like her husband's last well, name. Well, I know people have changed who yeah who who've gotten married and hated the new last name, but yeah. had to deal with it. Yeah, Sometimes yeah. then they'll hyphen it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you but I, but I but this woman didn't like her husband's. I mean, you're getting married and you don't like your husband's last name. She kept her maiden name. Really, and. I, the husband's okay with that. So. Like you know, I think to myself, like uh, you know, on Facebook, people do it all the time where they where they come up with new names because they don't want to, you know, people know who they are. You're trying to hide from mm-hmm, people, mm-hmm. so people like I go through my Facebook list now, and I see Kim uh, Kim Lampshade. I'm like, who the hell is Kim Lampshade? I'm like, oh, that was Kim so and so. She, you know, she who know you know people oh, don't okay. they change their name on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I used to be Jeffrey Jensen on Facebook. Now what do you know? Then I went to Jeff Jensen. Okay. Because people would always answer me and write Jeffrey, and it just seemed very formal. Everyone, a lot of people call you Jeffrey. Yeah, well, Webin calls you Jeffrey. He does. Call, you're right. Yeah, Webin yeah. does call me Jeffrey. Um, any, anything else before we get I, our interview? I on? had a, I had a story. You know, Mariah Carey is in a lawsuit. Have you seen this? Because there's this woman named Elizabeth Chan who's recorded Christmas albums for years. She calls herself the Queen of Christmas. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. Mariah Carey is um, 
uh, what do you call it? She's filed a lawsuit against Ma Mariah Carey's application to trademark using Queen. Mariah Carey is trying to become the Queen of Christmas because okay. her all I you know all yeah, I was, yeah yeah yeah. But this woman is this woman is already known as the Queen of Christmas, so um, she's filed a lawsuit against um, Mariah Carey. She's the oh. filing notes that Chan has used the brand Queen of Christmas in United States commerce in connection with among other various goods and services, the sale and licensing of music, books, and entertainment services oh. over the last. Decade. Hmm, I'd like to see who wins that case. So, I'm, I'm, I'm interested you know, in that. I'm curious. Some people have chimed in. Darlene Love, who sings, you know, Christmas, oh, yeah, baby, yeah. please come home. Mm -hmm. She says, is it true that Mariah Carey trademark Queen of Christmas? What does it mean that I can't use that title? David Letterman should declare me the Queen of Christmas 29 years ago. Wow, see? So yeah. imagine, like, fighting over the Queen of Christmas. Yeah. I'm curious to see who wins. I can't, I cannot believe that song is so popular. It's okay. Of course. I mean, but, but you know. You know, I just... It's not the singing dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Do they know it's Christmas time? <laughs> Christmas hey. time. Jeff, why don't we get to the interview, right? They're calling, uh, um, Robert's calling in any second now. So, guys, um, coming uh, on the 12th, this fool starting Chris Estrada, uh, Frankie Quinones, and Lara Patalano. Um, it's going to start on Hulu. They're coming up next, so enjoy the interview, okay? Enjoy, everybody. Oh, okay, the recording's ready. Let me put, let me push got it here. Sorry, you're seeing only the white guy here. You can't see my lovely Latino wife. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to flip the, I'm gonna have to flip the iPad around. You guys don't want to see me today. I am no makeup free. Don't worry, I'm makeup free too. I get a microphone in front of my face. Sorry, <laughs> my husband, the white guy. So you're just facing him right no, now. Good. This is the Carolina Cadillo Show podcast. My wife was very famous in New York radio. She's still famous in New York radio. We're so happy to have you guys on. We watched the, uh, we watched the uh, trailer for this fool. Oh my gosh, you guys, I was dying. It is so funny. Chris Estrada, uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Frankie Quinones, welcome to the podcast. And Laura Patalano, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for Thank having you. us. Thank you. Well, first of all, Chris, um, tell us um, a little bit of a synopsis of the, of the series so people um, don't give too much away because we want people to watch it. So just give us a synopsis of what the series is about. Yeah, well, basically, this show's about uh, Julio Lopez, a 30-year-old guy who lives in South Central Los Angeles, who suffers from existential dread and codependency. And uh, he lives at, he still lives at home. He's in an on-and-off relationship with his girlfriend since high school. And his, uh, his cousin, who just recently got released from prison, uh, moves in with him. And the thing about Julio is he sort of uh, involves himself with other people's problems so he doesn't have to fix his own life. <laughs> uh, Chris, so let me ask you something. Um, yes. You co-wrote this or you wrote the whole thing yourself? Uh, I co-wrote it. I, it uh, based from, it, it, it's inspired from elements from my life. And then I co-created the show with uh, comedians, uh, Jake Weissman, Matt Engelbretson, and Pat Bishop, who before this had a show on Comedy Central called Corporate. Mm -hmm. Now, let me ask you something. Also, uh, the cast is amazing. I love the cast. Oh, it's um, funny. Did you have a big part um, in casting your actors or was yeah. that up to someone else? Yeah, no, absolutely. We, I had a big part in it. Um, the, you know, the guys from the showrunners who I created the show with, they, they really let me have reins over that while, the, while them having input as well. But you know, finding Laura was great because I was a fan of Laura's from years ago. She did an mm -hmm. she did an independent film called Mosquita y Mari, which was the first time I ever saw her, and I was really blown away from just by her acting and her just kind of authenticity. And Frankie was somebody that I knew that I actually friends with, and I knew as a stand-up comedian. 
from years ago, we, we went on the road together. And so when it came to casting that role, he really, he really brought like a really, like a, a, what we like to say, the Joe Pesci energy to the character. Oh my God. I got to tell you guys how the best chemistry, I could not stop laughing. It's very funny. <laughs> I wish we'd seen more, you know? How many times did you guys like start acting and have to stop because you guys could not stop laughing? Oh, quite a few times. I mean, <laughs> you know, I was lucky enough to be around a lot of experienced actors. My, my, my background is mostly in stand-up comedy, but so I think I probably broke the most, but getting to work with Laura and and uh, Frankie and Michelle Ortiz and Michael Imperioli, who are very experienced actors. It was, right. you know, it was really, I, we broke a lot. I mean, definitely broke a lot. Now, Laura, you play, you play Chris's mom. Um, yes. How to, how, what type of mom? Are you the typical Spanish mom? I don't know how typical, but she's a passive aggressive. So I would say sometimes she's more aggressive than passive, but... <laughs> <laughs> Is she close to what your real mom is like? Yeah, I think so. I think it's uh, uh, definitely reminds me of her. And, um, you know, there's this element of like ball busting or passive aggressiveness that I think my mom has. So I, I think she definitely nailed that. <laughs> how, how, do you, how do you portray a tough, a, tough, uh, a tough neighborhood in a funny way? How do you find comedy in stuff like, uh, you know, thug life, basically? How do you, how yeah. do, you do that? Did um, you grow up around it? Yeah, I grew up. I grew up in Inglewood, and then I and as an adult, I lived in South Central Los Angeles. So you know, um, kind of. I think the way you find the comedy in it is finding comedy in the mundane, in kind of the regular day to day life of everyday life. stuff. Everyday yeah, stuff. Yeah, everyday right? stuff. Yeah, it's. I don't think you find comedy in the sensational. I think you find it in the mundane. Yeah, the misconceptions mm-hmm. about the community, like living on the East Coast here, we hear South Central, you know, we think, oh, you know, we, I, yeah. I think, I think a Snoop Dogg, you know, for some reason, yeah, the first thing of course, comes yeah. but, but there's more to life than that, obviously. Yeah, right? I mean, I think like an, uh, an East Coast equivalent could be like the Bronx, you yeah. know, okay. or like, yeah. you know, uh, I think it's just finding the, the, we looked at it through a lens of class and like, you know, it's a working class neighborhood and, right. then, you know, and just finding it through the, through the humor through being working class. So is Fred Armisen a uh, sorry? Is he an executive producer? He's an executive producer. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I always wonder, what does the executive producer do? Is he pony up money, or is he does he is he like on, on set all the time? I always wonder um, these things. No, he his role was very support a very supportive role. He yeah. he's creative. We were, he he's really he he actually comes out in an episode. He's in episode nine, which he, he plays a really great character. But he. Uh, his role was really one of being a supporter and a voice for uh, on the business side. When we went to go pitch the show, he was there with us. So it, it was a big deal oh, to nice. with him and for him to say, I believe in this show. Sure, it helps. It helps having a big name, right? Without a yeah, doubt. Absolutely. Wow. So, Frankie, you just uh, recently got out of jail, okay, in the series. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, in the series, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks too mild mannered to have been in jail. <laughs> <laughs> homework do you do so you can portray you know like that type of act, act, acting yeah well uh, to be honest uh, fortunately enough I didn't have to do much homework I just had to tap into my my family experience and my upbringing uh you know my, my father is an old school cholo still is still wears his button-up penalty increases his dickies <laughs> uh still still has a low rider you know his best friend was nice. president of a low rider car club for 30 years but wow. them them having kids they 
you know, they mostly, you know, they rep- still represented their culture, you know, the Cholo culture, but we're all about their families, you know. So I pretty much was able to tap into them. And I, we personally have, uh, I have cousins that were like my brothers that my mom and dad would take in in summers and all that. Unfortunately, they, they actually spent some time in prison, but wow. they're, they're, they're those feel good stories. They came out, had kids and, and, uh, right. and, um, turned their lives around and, 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 um, you know, did, did, did better. But, uh, it's, it's funny though, because what you, when you ask her, like, how do you find the humor in that? Like to me, like some of my cousins and their friends were like the funniest people I knew. And then all of a sudden, the next, oh. all, all of a sudden, the next day you would hear like, Hey, you know, Ricky, like he was in a high speed chase. Oh, he's arrested now. And like, and they're like, what? Like you were just here making us laugh at the barbecue yesterday. Like, so there, there, there is a lot of, yeah, there is a lot of natural humor in there. But what I love about this show is it's not your normal cops and robbers. Like, okay, yeah. here's what Cholos do. We're here to, to, cause we're trying to better each other's lives, even though we're all in the same playing field. Like I'm broke, Julio's broke. We both live, we both live at my tia's house. Even Michael Imperioli who play, who runs Hugs Not Thugs, a nonprofit, he's broke too, you know? So we're oh, all wow. just, broke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so I love that we're all like in this genuine, authentic, like playing field, but we're trying to, to, to do better and, and make something better of our lives. And yeah, so, so it was, it was a lot of fun. Hugs, Very cool. I have to ask, hugs, not thugs. Where does that? Who, who thought of the name? I thought I thought it was like amazing, so funny. It was funny. Yeah, that was a name that I came up with when thinking of what to name this nonprofit. I thought it was uh, after trying a few names, that that was the one that I would go, oh, that's really funny. Just because like, I saw the bumper. I remember the bumper sticker, hugs, not drugs, years ago. So yeah, that's, a, that's yeah. what makes it extra funny. The first yeah, thing <laughs> yeah. I just came from that, and you know that's that. That nonprofit was really inspired by several nonprofits around the country that, you know, some work with people in order to help kind of rehabilitate them after being involved in gangs or out of prison. So the idea of just like, hey, we're not, we're huggers. We're not thugs. Excellent. Really funny. Great. Hey, you guys, I'm I, looking cannot, forward. I cannot wait to watch the full series. Starts in two days on Hulu. Guys, thank you so much for coming to the Thanks podcast. so much for coming on. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And congratulations, so girl. You got yourself a white boy. That's what's up. Yeah. <laughs> I, wish you could, I wish you could see her, man. Sorry. <laughs> it's all, oh, we get it, homie. It's okay. Yeah. All right. Take care. Hasta luego. Bye-bye. Hasta luego. Bye-bye. Hasta luego. They're funny, right? They were so funny. I love them. Love the interview Excellent. them. Uh, I'm gonna start watching a lot of their uh, episodes. Yep, hugs not, yes. hugs not, hugs not drugs. No, hugs, hugs not thugs. Hugs not thugs, right? With a deal right there. <laughs> Don't forget, guys, check it out on Hulu. Yeah, check it out on Hulu, everybody. All right. Hey guys, we're out of here. Love you. You want to advertise? 516-637-3254. We're all over Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Carolina Cadillo. Email me carolinacadillo at gmail.com. That's it, right? That's it. We're out of here, it, man. That's it. Bye, guys. See you tomorrow. Take care. Bye. Mm-hmm. The Carolina Cadillo Show is a JJ production.